Today, uh, mail-in ballot drama all over the country. President Trump signs Born Alive legislation and Charles Barkley sounds off on the Breonna Taylor case and he is in trouble with Black Lives Matter. We'll leave it there. We've got a lot coming up and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. Happy Friday. I am Sarah Gonzalez. I hope it's the last Friday I see you guys for a while. Uh, wow. Why was, why the hate? That hurts. I just, it? I'm sorry. Huh. You guys are great. I, of course, I'm jo- joined by Stu Bergier and Pat Gray of uh, Blaze TV. This is the uh, the Friday special, mm. the Friday team. And uh, yeah, no, you guys are great. But um, I'm really But you hoping, don't want to see us for a while. Really hoping I don't huh. see you again next week. Why? <laughs> Maybe we care about black lives too much. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Well, I have heard that you do say her name a lot. We do. I do. I, I've been forced to say her name many, many times on the radio show lately. Because he won't say it. I mean, Breonna we just Taylor. keep I trying keep to get him it. to. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, but say her name. Brianna right. Taylor. Isn't that the name? Why won't you say it? Again? What is your problem? <laughs> uh, we've actually, we've got that coming up. And I have a feeling, just a little slight feeling, uh, you guys may go off just a little bit on that particular topic. But let's get into uh, what is going on over the, all over the country with mail-in ballots. You know, we're told by the Democrats, mail-in voting needs to be a thing. We cannot gather. I mean, well, I mean, we can gather to, like, burn buildings down. Uh, of you know, That's have fine. riots. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Funerals for Democrats. Funerals for Democrats. Uh, showing up at Ruth Bader Ginsburg's uh, viewing to boo the president. Mm-hmm. That is also allowed. That's okay. A-okay. Well, right. it was her dying wish that people do that. So <laughs> they had to do it. That's, that was, that's true. It. That it was also her dying wish that COVID would not spread in that environment. Yes. So it and it won't happen. So, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but you cannot vote in person. Whatever you do, COVID strikes like way more when you're actually voting in person, I think is how the science goes. Uh, so the U.S. Postal Service has launched an investigation after mail, including absentee ballots, were discovered this week along a road in the swing state of Wisconsin. Now, this was three trays of mail that were discovered shortly before 8 a.m. Monday in a ditch. And uh, this included uh, some, uh, some, several, they just said several. So I don't, in the news story, there's just saying several absentee ballots. This was, of course, after federal law enforcement discovered that some military ballots had been discarded in the swing state of Pennsylvania and that out of all the discarded ballots that had been opened, they had all voted for President Trump. Coincidence? Maybe. Uh, but mm. I, again, I've been told that Mail fraud, you know, voter fraud, all of those things. None of those things actually happen. (laughs) That's just like a Republican talking point conspiracy theory. So very interesting to see these these things happen. And then, gentlemen, I want to get your thoughts. But let me just throw one more story at you uh, going on separate story, but going on at the same time that uh, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton over here in Texas, he announced yesterday that law enforcement officials had arrested four people for their alleged involvement in illegal ballot harvesting scheme in the state's 2018 Democrat primary election. One of the people who was arrested was the Democrat who won the primary race. Uh, Collectively, they are accused of just 134 different felony charges of election fraud and ballot tampering. It wasn't 135. Right. So they do have that going for them. 
so, and they include uh, engaging in organized election fraud, illegal voting, fraudulent use of an application for a mail-in ballot, unlawful possession of a mail-in ballot, tampering with a governmental record, and election fraud. Um, and apparently, in order to win, the group allegedly targeted young, able-bodied voters to cast ballots by mail by fraudulently claiming the voters were disabled, in most cases, without the voter's knowledge or consent. This is shocking. This is very shocking because, again, we're told by the mainstream media and the Democrats that this kind of thing never happens. It almost never happens. I know. It's amazing. Uh, I actually heard a reporter today saying, look, they caught these nine ballots. They had talked. They said nine. Initially, it was all Trump. And then I heard a couple of them maybe weren't. But they're like, there's nine ballots. And look, the bottom line here is that they caught these. So, I mean, you can't (laughs) say that it was fraud. It's like, well, wait a minute. (laughs) You keep telling me the only fraud we can talk about is the fraud that's caught, which is ridiculous because fraud, by definition, <laughs> is something that you try to hide it's from people. It's supposed to not be caught. Right? Like, yeah. you know, if you go back, like, you know, uh, I can give you two, at least two uh, examples of game shows that where fraud or, or a scam was, uh, was given. You know, press Your Luck back in the uh, 80s, which is one of the greatest stories of all time. That was uh, a scam? Oh, well, no, there's one guy who beat the system. It oh, wasn't a scam, right? Oh, okay. Um, quiz show, right? That happened. There was another one there actually was a third one i can think of but i don't know all of them right like we know someone's actually successfully scammed a game show and i don't know the story right because it worked right it only the only time scams are found out about people like us is because when they're bad at them when they're bad at them right <laughs> so this this particular thing um uh, with 100 uh, you know 100 people 137 people or 134 people there was also a, a, an election that was overturned in North Carolina j- the last cycle, mm-hmm. um, and that was a Republican who was involved in it. This stuff does happen. Power is on the line, so of course people are going to 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 attempt this, and there is a way to stop it. You make it more difficult. That's how you stop it. You're never going to stop all of it. Like we know, there's going to be ballots that are at some level going to be defrauded. I don't think it's going to be massive millions and millions of votes or anything like that. But there will be some people who try to do it. And the way that you stop that is to make it more difficult. You don't send out ballots to people who don't ask for them, for example, right? So that people can walk up and down the road and take them out of mailboxes and fill them in and send them in. Like you don't do that because you don't want the fraud to occur. What we're told is we're not allowed to do things like ask people for their driver's license, you know, um, make or just some form of state ID, some, some form of state ID, right. uh, people who it's because minorities don't have ID. No, that's not <laughs> they true. Don't have that. That's Almost not true. No minority has an ID. Oh, they can't really? identify themselves in any way. It's a little it's really sad. Too it's really minorities. Sad. <laughs> um, uh, I think they're capable of getting IDs. Um, but you know, this is, they won't allow you to take any of the steps to make it make fraud more difficult. And then they say, well, you haven't caught any of the fraud. Well, you know, there's no fraud going on because you haven't caught it. Well, you've made it so easy. Right. Right. The ballot harvesting thing is probably the easiest way to do it. Right. Where you go around and maybe in person say, hey, we're here to help help you with your ballots. Uh, we can fill them out for you. We can take them down to the mailing, uh, uh, you know, the, the, to the mailbox where we can make sure they get counted. Very selfless. Right. It's very selfless. Okay. And then you take them and you fill out the candidate that you want. And, uh, you know, this is been done and it is done every single election giving people the uh, power to stop it is important and that's why you don't make it it's not it's not that you don't want people to vote i want anyone who is uh registered legally to vote to be able to vote i only 
personally, only want those who actually have paid any attention Thank to you. something yes. to actually cast the vote. But they should have the right to do it. Right. And if they want to vote, they should be able to vote. But you shouldn't just like, uh, you can't make it so easy that anybody who is a criminal or wants to manipulate the system can get away with it so easily. Are we sure that the address of the ditch wasn't on the envelopes? Are we uh. sure that they were <laughs> delivered improperly? Or maybe that's where they were supposed I mean, to I, go. I mean, I didn't I read know. it in the I story, to be fair. Because I, I never know. saw where the address was, you know, <laughs> supposed to direct the envelope i you know i think it just proves that what trump has been saying all along uh is true it's it's iffy the anything can happen with a mail-in election anything can happen i'm myself am going to go to a ballot uh booth and i'm going to fill it out and i'm going to make sure it gets in to where it needs to go and i think that's the only sure way to uh to do this i don't i don't i don't feel good about it uh, leaving it in the hands of the post office, and neither did Democrats until this year. Since when did the the post office become infallible? Now it's a, it's a perfect, it's the only perfect organization on the planet right now is the post office to the Democrats, and this just can't happen. It would never happen. Where you're a conspiracy theorist, if you believe it will happen, and yet we were just talking today, Stu and I, about how Hillary Clinton complained, still complaining about how the election was stolen from her last time. Mm -hmm. Maybe not from a mail-in ballot, but the Russians took it, or the wind was blowing, the sun was in her eyes. She's got a million different excuses for losing the election or for having it been stolen from her. And now all of a sudden it's impossible for that to happen. To be fair, the sun was in her eyes. It, it was. I mean, it was. It was directly it in was. her eyes. And How that really affected won? her. She, she would have won <laughs> if true. it wasn't for that sunny day. <laughs> oh! Well, you know, you, you talk about how horrible the post office is, and that's what really I can't understand the disconnect with these Democrat voters who latch on to the, the lawmakers saying, well, I, you, you're not going to trust the post office? How could you not trust the post office? And it's like, what? Who, which adult has never had a problem right. with the post office? Everybody has, right? I mean, of course, obviously. Mm -hmm. And and look, I mean, I've voted absentee many times. Yeah. Um, you know, we're usually doing election coverage, so it's not easy for us to be in the place where you're voting. I mean, when we were up in New York, it was basically impossible, and we had to vote mm -hmm. that way. Um, I, you know, I think I, I think it's a, a there may be a political error here in Trump's approach saying to all of his voters, don't vote uh, absentee or by mail, um, because some of them, if they can't get to the polls that day or whatever happens, um, then they're not going to cast a vote. Mm -hmm. um, now, you can, of course, if you cast a mail-in vote, you can go down and, and also cast a provisional ballot in most states, um, which if uh, something happens with your ballot, you'd have a ballot still being cast. I don't think a lot of people are going to do that, but that is something that's possible. Uh, I, I wonder about the politics of, of this approach. I mean, look, Politicians say all sorts of crap. None of them mean anything. Like, I mean, I, there's just none of them that have ever said anything they actually mean. We all are aware here, right? I think you'd both agree with me that if Donald Trump has the election on the line and it's uh, Florida and he trails by 297 votes and there's 3,000 mail-in votes that come in one day after the deadline, guess what Donald Trump is going to be arguing for? Yeah. I hate to break it to you. He's going to be asking. He's going to be arguing for those votes to be counted. These are all things that they yep. think are, are giving them an advantage. Democrats do not care about people's right to vote. They care about people's right to vote, who, who will vote for them. The same is, of course, true of Republicans. Republicans look at this and say, look, we can get rid of fraud and it will make it slightly more difficult for people who don't really care about voting to vote. Like what the Democrats are doing with this mail-in voting, and I, I actually don't think what their target is, is fraud. It makes it more possible, but I don't think that's their design. 
the Democrats' design in states like Nevada, for example, is to ship out a zillion ballots without anyone asking for them. And when people get them, yes, there will be some fraud involved with that. But what they really like about it is that some schlub who has no possibility of getting off his ass and going to the polls is going to sit there one night watching like, you know, SpongeBob and say like, oh, I got that ballot. Let me just check off those Democrats and I'll just send it in. Because if you add an extra step of sending in an application, they're not going to do it twice. They realize their voters are so unreliable and so uninformed in many of these circumstances that they're not even going to bother. However, if they can get them to do one little step and they, maybe they get someone to their door to harass them to send in one envelope, they probably can get them to do that. And that's why they want that so badly. Obviously, we all know it's got nothing to do with COVID, mm. but it does have to do with getting more of their voters, voters out to the polls who normally wouldn't bother with it. And that is a pathetic, pathetic statement about their voters, but it is exactly what is real and what they know about them. Well, and so, Pat, I agree with Stu. It's a pathetic statement about their voters. Also probably a pathetic statement about their candidate, Mm. who people are not, I don't think, enthusiastic (laughs) about going to the polls for. Yeah, um, that's one thing about Joe Biden is that there's no passion whatsoever for him. And I, the only thing that he has going for him is the hatred for, for Donald Trump. Because yeah. I don't think they like They don't even like his policies necessarily because they're not far left enough for the likes of AOC and, and the real active, involved, passionate yeah. part of the party. AOC who says, we, well, we can push him further left. Yeah. Don't worry, we'll just push yeah. him further left. Which is another indication of why they want him because mm-hmm. he's out to lunch and they can remake him in their own image. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, maybe even declare him in Competent, and then Kamala Harris just steps in. Yeah, uh, I was going over. I was I joined Steve Dace yesterday. I think it was for his overtime segment, and we were talking about uh, this election law blog that had just it had just come out about it was some they wanted to remain anonymous. Democrat strategists who said that they were paying attention. It wasn't trouble trouble for Joe Biden yet, but they were paying attention to the fact that uh, Democrat voter registration was like barely up this year. Um, I'm sorry, it's, it was down since 2016, but mm. overall voter registration way up, especially in non-college whites, which... Mm. Uh, that's danger time for Joe. You would, I mean, yeah, I'm was, just saying that that's Trump's base right there. And it was like 38% up, I think. Yeah, it was fascinating to watch the, um, uh, the Cook political report put together uh, this tool where you can kind of like play fantasy league elections. And oh, you that's can, like your dream come oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, totally. It's like all my favorite things in one, <laughs> yeah. in one thing together. Um, and so what they gave you this opportunity, basically like, uh, here's all the percentages from last time, that, including turnout and um, uh, who voted for who. Mm -hmm. So like they have non-college educated whites. It went, I think, if I'm remembering right, something like 69% or something voted for Trump. Um, And here's the turnout levels. So you can play with the turnout. The turnout's a little bit better, turnout's a little bit worse. He gets a few more of those voters, a few few less. There's two, two really interesting things right off the bat with it. Number one, when they put in all the things from 2016, and they imp- implement them with you know population changes, demographic changes, and all that stuff. And they put them into 2020. Donald Trump gets crushed mm. because why? Those changes are enough for him to lose. So he has to to win this election, outperform himself from 2016. Mm-hmm. And it's an interesting metric because he's got to do better than he did against Hillary Clinton. Not the same. Yeah. In addition, though, if he can improve by one percent on non-college educated whites, his base, if he can get one percent more. All of a sudden, he wins. So it's that 
tight. He's got to do mm-hmm. a little bit better than he did last time. Um, but uh, he, he, I mean, it's certainly winnable, but it's, it's not going to be easy. I'd like to see him do a lot better than he did last time and win the popular vote as well as the Electoral College and win by a lot. Because I think short of that, we have real problems yeah, it in would, the streets of America. Yeah, it would, it would, would it restore your faith in America just a little bit? Yeah, it would. Yeah. I yeah. agree. And I think it calmed things down a little bit. I mean, if he wins by a landslide, what are they going to do? Are they yeah. going to say he, lo- right. he he stole it? Right. You'll lose right. the normal. You won't lose Antifa members, but you'll lose the normal person out yeah. in the street right. whining about it. Yeah. All right. We've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Rough Greens. So uh, we, I think we all have dogs mm-hmm. that eat Rough Greens here mm-hmm. at the table. So Rough Greens is there because our dogs don't live as long as we would like them to. They're man's best friend. Obviously, we let we like let them up on our couches, which I never understand i'm like why am i letting you on my couch you're dirty you go outside like this is this is ridiculous but still we love you enough to let you be part of the family you know my wife i ain't going on any couches <laughs> yeah. that is not happening with really our oh no 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 hope of that they don't even go upstairs wow uh, it's like, the most shocking thing to me about your wife specifically though with the dogs because she does love the dogs she loves the dogs but not enough to let them on the couch no well she loves cleanliness more <laughs> right, uh, than right. the dogs apparently but she i mean like it's the same thing like you know you want to give them the best things that they can have they can be healthy um and i know rough greens is a big part of that and the dogs love it yeah um so you sprinkle it on top of your dog's dried dog food which by the way you think that you're giving them all of the nutrients they need with the dried dog food but you're not because they've killed all of the good stuff in it to give it a long shelf life over at the pet store so rough greens you're going to put it sprinkle it on top it's going to give them vitamins minerals antioxidants probiotics omega oils all the stuff they need to thrive and be healthy. Uh, you can take the Rough Greens 14-day Jumpstart Challenge today. It is only $14.95. You will see the difference in your dog in 14 days or less. Mine, I have a Doberman. She was like the pickiest eater before we started Rough Greens, and now I know that she is not only eating calories, which is nice, but also getting the nutrients that she needs to live a long, healthy life. You can go to roughgreens.com slash blaze. That is R-U-F-F greens.com slash blaze. Back in a minute. Uh, All right. Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley is in hot water with the Black Lives Matter movement, specifically for his comments on uh, not only blasting the defund police movement, but also pushing back on the narratives in the Breonna Taylor case, which I have a feeling you two gentlemen at the table know just a little bit about, possibly agree with him just a tad. Maybe just a tad. Well, let's see. Uh, yes. So let's let's play first. Let's play his uh, his comments on the movement to defund the police. Here is Charles Barkley on defunding the police. Watch. I hear these fools on TV talking about defund the police and things like that. We need police reform and prison reform and things like that. Because you know who ain't going to defund the cops? White neighborhoods and rich neighborhoods. So that notion they keep saying that, I'm like, wait a minute, we just gonna leave, who, who are black people supposed to call, Ghostbusters? <laughs> when we have crime in our neighborhoods, we need police reform. But like I say, white people, especially rich white people, they're always gonna have cops. So we need to stop that defund or abolish the cops crap. Now, I, so here's yeah. a little clue too. Uh, Charles Barkley's got a few dollars, uh, so he qualifies as the rich people. He's gonna have the cops regardless. Yeah, so that's a great he point, wasn't Jeff. saying that, but 
he's going to have the cops. And Shaq, who was there as well, was an actual officer. Right. You know, he he right. yeah he actually was like going on raids with like the Miami police for a while. I don't know how he's still so doing crazy. it, but he's like a legit. Yeah. I mean, he he's like legitimately into it uh, for at least a while. I mean, this is an insane. The, it's I, ridiculous. Like I, I was like, hey, let's. It's it's a, the only thing you could think of is it's an idea to completely ruin every institution in the country, like yeah. by people who want the country to be destroyed. Um, and that, there's no other person. Defunding the police is an idiotic idea. But do you think that the people who are on the ground marching over it, do you think that, I, like, because I don't tend to think that those people actually think it through that much. I feel like those are just yeah. the useful idiots in the streets that are being used by the ones who just want to create chaos in all of our institutions. Yeah, I think there's a small percentage of, of people who are protesting who actually agree with, let's say, the Black Lives Matter, uh, Matter manifesto that they pulled off the web this week, yeah, by the way. Yeah, that was beautiful. Um, yeah, you know, the, the defund the police thing. Like, I, it's not a popular proposal. It's why you see people like Joe Biden legitimately come out and say, look, I don't want to defund the police. Um, now, there is a movement behind him that does want to do it. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think, you know, uh, the average Democrat, the average person walking in a Black Lives Matter rally believes that. The people harassing those at restaurants, the people throwing bricks through windows, they probably believe it. But the average person doesn't want that. And, and Barkley's he's going to get heat from nut jobs over statements like that. But he's right in the middle of America. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, I think America looks at it and says, Look, there's some stuff around the edges that we'd like to fix with the way policing is done in this country. I think we'd all agree with that at some level. Uh, but to get rid of them so that when, when things go down um, and there's no one to call. And by the way, that's a world that can theoretically work if you really, really support the Second Amendment. Right. Uh, you know, there, there's a world in which uh, people can all defend themselves, but it's not a world that they're demanding. They're acting, acting for us to be disarmed and without police which just means they get to take everybody's stuff, which is probably what they want in the end of the day anyway. I think one of the things that police need to reform is to stop waiting for me on Dove Road. That's what I'd like to see happen. <laughs> That's thing one. <laughs> and as soon as they do that, I think we're okay. Do you have a number of tickets okay. you've received? I have a number here? of. Uh, I just got another ticket on Sunday on my way to church with the family. Did you tell him you were going to church? Uh, yes, he go, I mean, we're all dressed in suits and dresses. <laughs> Unfortunately, he just gave me a warning on the speed, oh, uh, which I think was 44 and a 30. Uh, but I didn't have my driver's license with me because I'm wearing my suit pants and I didn't have them in there. And I didn't have my proof of insurance card with me. Wow. So he was pretty nice about it. He gave me, he gave me a warning on the, <laughs> on, the, on the speeding ticket, but I got the ticket for not having my license. Which you can just get dismissed, right? Which I think so. I as hope so. As long as you show them yeah. that you... That I have one. That you have it, right. I know we're not trying to do radical police reforms here, but let me mm -hmm. add on to Pat's here. <laughs> when you have, because <laughs> this, this, I legitimately feel this way. Mm -hmm. If you are telling us we can't gather, we got to wear masks, we got to do all these things. Okay, all right, we've talked about this. Like, we were at a point where we were complete shutdown. No speed traps in that environment. I, I, like, legitimately, mm -hmm. they should stop. We're not even supposed mm -hmm. to interact with each other. We've got to be six feet away. But they're going to pull us over and put their hands on, on my license. Right. And, and all this stuff. Right. Like, I remember, you know, we came in here the entire time. Yes, uh, we are yes. we are the troopers. We are the people yes. holding up the society. Unlike you people who are <laughs> home, I don't know what you were doing, but we came in here to talk. And I will tell you, Heroes. if I thought, <laughs> if I spent 
15 seconds thinking about moderating my speed in that quarantine. That was more. That was too much. I was just like, screw it. No one is on the road. Everyone's dying all over the place. I'm going 90 to work. It's going to take me eight minutes to get to work during this quarantine, and you're not stopping me. And I will say, I don't. I did not see many police out there no. during that time. Yeah, during that time, and now they're coming back out again. That's wrong. Mm-hmm. When all the bands go, <laughs> we got the vaccine or whatever. No more masks. None of that stuff. We're gathering in groups of five thousand in a twelve by twelve room, and we're all sneezing in each other's faces all over again. When that comes back, the speeding tickets can come back. That's my proposal. This I like is it. for the Stuber year, what, 2024? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I, uh, you know I'm, 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 a, I'm eligible age. I can, I can run now. So. I, I'm still, well, I'm still wrapped up and I'm mad that you just got a warning for all those things. I just got a speeding ticket the other day. Did you really? I'm like, <laughs> hello, I have a gigantic <laughs> belly. I'm on my way to my midwife. Well, you know what? I'm, what? You're Hispanic. That's why. That's why. She's a POC. <laughs> That's why. That's why she got the ticket. Exactly. And you didn't. No, That's right. why. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never. I always get warnings, and he didn't even. You know how they ask you. I'm totally derailing this. Whatever. It's Friday. You know how they ask. It's one day you, before your due date, you get to do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. They, if there's any reason you're speeding. Yes. Yes. He never asked me that, and I always have the perfect answer. Oh, what is it? Which is. I don't have a reason. I just wasn't paying attention. And that works. Yes. Really? Does it really? It has worked for me every time. Yeah, he asked you know me. I, I just, just the just, honesty approach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He said to me, uh, "Did you? Or were you aware of the speed you were going?" I said, "Well, I was when I saw you." <laughs> <laughs> and then, I, and then I was. Yeah, that made me pretty aware. So uh, well, what, much better than I had a friend who once got a speeding ticket, and uh, he was on this one road. It was like a you know a hill. Yeah. And he got pulled over, and they said, uh, "Did you? Uh, why were you speeding?" And he said, "Well, I guess." I just tend to speed on this road. It's like, wait, you're just, you admitted to multiple crimes. Like you're saying, like, not only did you catch me this time, you've missed me like 25 times. Every time I'm on this road, actually, I break the law. It's crazy. That's so funny. All right, we've got that other Charles Barkley clip, but let's go ahead and play that after the break so we I mm-hmm. know we have enough time to do that. But... Before we go, uh, we want to thank our sponsor, Gabby. So uh, we're talking about... Speaking of car We're answers. talking about cars. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, Pat over mm-hmm. here knows that uh, shopping for the right car insurance, making sure you keep your rates low, it's, that's an essential. That is an essential business because uh, if you're like that's Pat nice. and you have a lead foot, you always have to make sure that you are paying uh, the least amount possible. Did, I have to ask, though, are your premiums like through the roof? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. Okay. Yes. <laughs> there's no. There's no follow up. There's no. I'm only no, joking. It's ridiculous. Now, I mean, but Pat knows his premiums may be through the roof, but he's still getting the best deal possible through mm-hmm. Gabby. If you are not using Gabby, you could be overpaying for your car and homeowners insurance. Uh, but Gabby lets you. You go onto their website and it lets you compare. All of the comparable plans from all of the current coverage, uh, the current carriers, there's like 40 of them out there. They compare all of those current providers and uh, you can link your current insurance account and it just takes a couple minutes. You see the quotes and you can either save money by switching to somewhere else or Gabby just tells you, you already have the best deal out there. You already have the best deal possible. Oh, by the way, Pat Gray stopped speeding. 
is what they will tell you sometimes. So uh, you got to go there. It is worth the several minutes to save money or at least know you are already out there with the best deal possible. You can go to Gabby.com slash why. It is totally free. There is no obligation. Go to Gabby, G-A-B-I dot com slash why. That is Gabby.com slash why. Uh, We were talking about Charles Barkley in hot water with the Black Lives Matter movement. Now, we talked about his comments on defunding the police and the fact that, like, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, He and Shaquille O'Neal also pushed back on the narratives in the Breonna Taylor case, which we, of course, have been covering here at the News and Why It Matters. I'm sure you two both on your shows have been covering it as well. Uh, Here is what Charles Barkley had to say about the Breonna Taylor case. Watch. Just bad the young lady lost her life. Uh, but, you know, we do have to take into account that her boyfriend did shoot at the cops and shot a cop. So, like I say, even though I'm really sorry she lost her life, I don't think that we can just say we can put this in the same situation with George Floyd and Ahmaud Aubrey. I just don't believe that. Thank you. Wow. Wow. Uh, True. That's a sensible position on this. Yes. Uh, You know, we, of course, have all said that the Ahmaud Arbery and the George Floyd thing are bad because we're looking at these incidents as if these people are individuals Mm -hmm. and uh, instead of just members of a group. And you're not supposed to do that, I guess. Uh, Charles still seems to be doing that, uh, which I think is the right thing to do. Which he will be called like a race traitor for. He will. He's one of those weird people that is like immune to this stuff. He can kind of say whatever he wants. I don't know why that is. Like, I think because people think he's funny (laughs) uh, that he's allowed to say these things and not get his career blown up over it. But he's totally right here. Obviously, if you follow, a lot of people don't know what happened in the Breonna Taylor case. Like, they, oh, she was shot in her sleep uh, because she was black. They had the wrong house. You know, they they had, they didn't knock on the door. None of that's true. None of it's true. It's provably false. It's provably false by the testimony of her boyfriend. Can we also separate the Ahmaud Arbery situation? They was not shot by police. It's a completely different situation. And that's what happens with all this. When when your argument consists of listing five or six names you've heard in the news, you don't have right. an argument. Yeah. Right. That's why all of these are very different. And some of them we've all united on and said are terrible. Yeah. Some of them were completely justified. Brianna Taylor f- fits in the middle, which is like it was it's a horror show that she was killed in this situation. The situation should not have occurred. They should not have been there, in my view, at one in the morning to serve a warrant like this, though it was completely legal. Mm-hmm. They all acted rationally in the situation. The police, after getting a bullet in their leg, yeah, they're going to fire back. I do not blame Kenneth Walker at all as a legal gun owner who's sitting there and watching uh, his door get knocked in Mm -hmm. by what he believes is his girlfriend's ex-boyfriend who is a violent drug dealer who was almost definitely abusive to her. I would have absolutely fired that gun, too. And God forbid, I'm glad I wasn't put in that situation because it it would have probably been the same result. When cops get hit with bullets, they fire back at the thing that shot them. Mm -hmm. That happens no matter if you're white or you're black. You're not going to this is going to mystify a lot of the people on the left. If I walk in and shoot a cop, they're going to you're going to shoot back at me and kill me. That's going to happen. 100% 100% of the time. Mm. That's not Kenneth Walker's fault. No one's at fault here. I think that's why this is such a frustrating one. Yeah. But it does not exist in the BLM um, you know, uh, spectrum. It's not on that spectrum. You want to talk about a libertarian complaint about the actual warrant? You could do that. But this is not 
Uh, it is absolutely ridiculous to think a murder charge could happen. Cops do not get charged with murder when they are firing back after they've been shot. That does not occur and should not occur. So are you saying that you shoot me in the leg and I'm a police officer? Mm-hmm. I look at you and I think, oh, my gosh, that's a white guy who just shot me. I can't shoot him now. Let's just sit down and have a beer. That doesn't happen? <laughs> no. What? And really? In, in no circumstance. <laughs> but you're white. But you're white. So don't we just yeah. sit down and talk about it over a brewski? Yeah, no, that's not, that's huh. not how people actually interact. <laughs> it isn't? It's stunning. Weird. It is stunning. That's really weird. I, really weird. I just don't know why he won't just say her name. I, I don't either. Because he's I a racist, like I guess. her name many times. I, mean, I guess. Thank you for finally saying it. But it's yeah. Brianna so Taylor, right? That's the name you want why me to say? Why won't you just, just say just it? Say that's it. all we're asking. Just say it. At, once. at least you're not asking me to raise my fist while well saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Before we uh, we go to break here, President Trump announced this week that he plans to sign an executive order that will ensure that babies who survive abortion procedures receive proper medical mm-hmm. care. Of course, this is a born alive executive order. Um, we've talked about the issue numerous times on this show, but uh, something that Democrats seem to not be able to get on board with enough to pass it in, you know, legislation. Um, But he is going to be signing the Born Alive executive order. Curious to get your thoughts on that, gentlemen. Uh, 100% support the cause. Uh, 100% support the... uh, I had a feeling I knew where you were going with this. (laughs) Look, we are going to pay. Rock my words. We will pay for how many executive orders this president has. But won't we pay pay anyway? Because do they really care about precedent? They probably don't. Um, But I will say he's been, so his uh, approach here, and he's done several of them lately, Mm -hmm. um, which many of them which we agree with, although I would say like another big one he just did was to say uh, it's guaranteed that all pre-existing conditions will always be covered. Like we had a massive debate about that like, and it was a huge story. We spent years debating it about Obamacare. And now the president's like, ah, yeah, uh, that's, you can't ever do that. Like, obviously, that's not how laws are written. No. And, you know, look, the president, for he's done a lot of good things. We've talked about them many, many times. I've praised him many, many times over some of the things he's done. He would be a much better president than Joe Biden. No problem in, uh, talking about that. We should acknowledge that there are precedents being set in this administration that are going to make us very uncomfortable later on. And look, the, the, the left will take and go further than uh you know than uh we're dealing with right now like if if we if we if things are set anyway if those things are set on a three to ten they'll go to a five if we set them at a seven they will go to a nine and they will make they will take the the easy ground we've given them and then advance from there and so i do think this stuff speeds speeds it up no one's paying attention to this stuff the most of these executive orders he's doing now will have no legal effect Because he doesn't in our system of government, he does not have a way to do that. But next time when they want to do these things, they will say, well, Donald Trump did X, Y and Z in the last month of his administration to win over certain voters in certain areas. Look, he could have done the born alive thing on day one when he got into office if it actually meant something. I'm afraid it doesn't. We have laws already on the books that are supposed to stop these things. I don't know why those laws wouldn't apply. But I do. Again, 
100% agree with him on this. This is a vital American interest and a vital interest for, for the cause of life. Um, but, you know, look, it's got to be done within our system of government. I think Stu is giving the Democrats too much credit. What? I think Stu hates Donald Trump too I much. Think Stu, <laughs> I, and I'm getting sick really? of the anti-Trump rhetoric, aren't you? <laughs> that was a hardcore anti-Trump rant. It is a concern, though, is it not? You it is a concern. Tell me you're not yeah, concerned. And it, it is, but, I mean, you see how they're mm. acting with SCOTUS. Mm-hmm. They, like, mm-hmm. they were already talking about packing the courts. Now mm-hmm. they're using it as a threat and saying, if you don't do what we want you to, we're going to pack the courts. It's like, you guys were already planning on doing that. Right. I, th- I see this being yeah. the same thing. Like, they're already planning on taking it as far as they can. But they tried, so, to, get, they tried to get 60 votes for the Supreme Court when, back when they were doing this. And Harry Reid took yeah. a step to say, you know what, only 50 votes. Then we came back and said, well, only 50 votes for the Supreme Court. Now they're going to come back and say 50 votes for, uh, for passing a bill next time for they everything. get power. Yeah. This, it's constantly escalating. It, you know, it is what we would all acknowledge is the correct term here, progressivism. Right. Right? They're, taking, they're taking the baby steps given to them and advancing it every single time. Mm-hmm. That does not make them better than Republicans. It makes them worse. But we are stepping on the gas a little bit here at times. And the, the government, COVID is the same situation, right? Like, you know, even no matter what you think about it, the government has taken all sorts of liberties by just saying, oh, you know what, uh, mask mandate. Well, mm-hmm. look, the mask mandate, if you want to pass it, pass a damn law that says that people have to do it. Yeah. You know, don't just do it if you're a governor. Republican yep. governors have done it all over the country. Democrats will use those same powers next time they feel like there's a climate crisis. And the thing is, uh, I think both of us feel this way. We're both so pro-life that I'm yeah. almost, I mean, I'm, I it's want hard. to just yeah. agree with him yeah. and yeah. say, yes, that, I'm, I'm glad you did that. Yeah. I do. I do agree with but him. But it's, it's not constitutional. It really isn't. And I just don't think that it's actually going to save any lives. I think yeah. it's more of a statement on how he feels. And I really appreciate him feeling that way. He's been one of the most outspoken presidents we've ever had on abortion. And I really yes. appreciate Who knew? it. I would I never have predicted it. <laughs> and he's been great on that issue. Yes. Yeah. Without, I, I, can't, I can't really complain about him in any way on that. Yeah. I just don't think this is really going to be a big, a big deal. Mm-hmm. However, uh, you know, look, I'm glad the statement was made. Yeah. All right. We've got more to come back in a minute. It's a tough one because I mean, you know, it is. And I think that's part of the, the, the there's a political strategy there to say to his, his voters, hey, I care about this. All right, let's talk uh, about the debates next week. I, again, I hope to not see you guys Aww, next week. So, we love you too. Yes. So um, I wanted to get your thoughts. When is it? When is Tuesday night? Two, oh my God. We have Tuesday. special uh, Blaze coverage, by the way. Uh, I'm very excited about that. Uh, we've, it's going to be on. Uh, gonna be, I know it's going to be held on my YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, search for Stu. It's the first channel there. Subscribe to it because we're going to have a pre-show uh, the night of the debate. Then we're going to watch the debate with you. So if you're in the audience and you don't want to watch the annoying, you know, ABC News coverage, you can. Or what is it? I don't even know who's covering this first one. But uh, I think it's Fox. Is yeah. it Fox? Okay. Yeah. Well, Chris Fox Wallace will be a little bit better. But we're going to have the same debate. We're just going to be. It's going to be me. I know Pat and Glenn are going to be there. You, of course, don't care enough about the country. But we'll be there. We'll be doing commentary, live fact checking. We're not oh, going to. Ow, ow! I'm having a baby right now. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like we all haven't been right through something like we that. We don't even know if she identifies as a female, and she claims right. to be giving birth. Right. Uh, so I don't even know if it's true. I mean, there is a baby growing inside me, so I've gotten or that far in the a whole Volkswagen. science thing. Might be. Could it be a piece of celery? I had a <laughs> lettuce, lettuce, for instance. It Might be. be. Would that turn into a baby? We don't know. I'm shocked that you're going to be there 
that late. Yeah. You yeah. have to get up yeah. at like <laughs> 1 a.m. Yes. For I, your everyone shows. keeps saying that to me. I'm like, Pat's an adult. Like, if he doesn't, if he can't come, he can't come. But like, why is everyone like, we con, like, he's like, like, well, Pat has to get up very early. Well, Pat will tell us if he doesn't want to come and he can't do it. I, he's an adult. He's a big I am boy. capable. Yeah, yeah you are. Right. So you can have a late night, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm just trying to empathize with him. Yeah, Never mind. It's nice. Yeah. It's very nice. Very, very nice. So, what do you, what do you, what do you think? going to see. So, I, you know, I think the standard sort of analysis is Donald Trump's going to stomp him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of things that I think are, are uh, I'd be worried about. Number one, Donald Trump, at least reportedly, is not really prepping for this because he thinks he's going to stomp Joe Biden. That's a that's probably right. But I am a little worried if he's not taking it seriously. You pointed this out. Uh, and we, actually, you're going to be on my show uh, later today um, in an interview that we had uh, taped. And, and you pointed something out I thought was really smart, which was Basically, like, Trump has been fighting with the press this entire time. He's basically been in a four-year debate. Mm -hmm. And so he probably doesn't need to be prepped on actually debating someone because this is all he does all the time. Though it is a little bit of a weird scenario. You have to be kind of ready for it. Um, And Biden, for... Like I think we've set the standard that he's going to walk out this, uh, up to the you know the podium and just go you know like I you know, like that's kind of what I'm expecting. So uh, he, he doesn't need to do much here. The, the standard is low for Joe Biden for, uh, to have success in this debate, and um, we forget that he did before coronavirus did participate in like 12 debates and. Probably three or four of them were horrific, uh, and five or six of them were pretty bad, and two of them were okay. But he's Th- worse now. But I think he's worse now, too. But one of worse. them, he had, like, blood squirting out of his eye. Yes, but he, again, he still won the primary with these performances. Mm-hmm. But, so, it, but does, that, does that speak to him, or does that speak to how bad the other parts of the field were? I think it speaks mostly to how bad the rest of the field was, <laughs> and also just dynamics of so many candidates. It helped him. He was yeah. really the only candidate who played to the middle at all, and I think that actually benefited him. Yeah. But again, he didn't fall over. He usually, what in those debates, and I had unfortunately watched basically all of them, he usually had two or three really bad moments. But the rest of his answers were just middling and, and mediocre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he could be mediocre in this debate, he's got a chance to win the election. Yeah, it, but, that's true. But Pat, you say he's he's gotten way worse even since. Way then. worse. I think he, yeah, I think he's a lot worse. Yeah, and he, he he does have a cognitive problem. Now sometimes he overcomes it. I don't know if they're pumping him full of steroids or you know amphetamines or b- coke. I, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Do him. No, uh, is uh, is yeah. Hunter around? Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Uh, but once in a while. You know, he he will have a little energy and he will be able to get through a sentence. Other times, he doesn't know his own name. I mean, he thinks he's he's uh, Joe Biden and he's Joe Biden's wife. Uh, He doesn't know where he is. He doesn't know if he's wearing pants half the time. So it's going to be interesting to see which Joe Biden shows up for it. It is interesting, too, because, you know, you see him actually have a day where he can Fit, get together more than one sentence at a time, yeah. and then the next day they call a lid on his campaign at like uh, 7 a.m. Yeah, like they did yesterday at it 9 is, o'clock in the morning. It is interesting. Now, if I were him, all I would be doing is debate prep. He shouldn't be out doing anything else at this yeah. point. He should just exactly. be preparing for this. But, I mean, this here's the one thing you'd worry about if you're a Trump supporter, right? You're looking at this election, and you're saying, for months and months and months and months, We've all been saying, okay, he's behind in the polls, but these debates, he's going to nail them in these debates. We've set up this one big thing Mm -hmm. that if Donald Trump does not hit a home run in this, people are going to be underwhelmed, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, And if if he can't 
This is this is when he needs to start narrowing this gap and get this thing close enough that he can win it. Right now, he's still a little bit outside of that window, I think. Uh, so he's got work to do, but I do expect him to do pretty well against Joe Biden. Yeah. All right. Don't miss our coverage. It's going to be on Stu's YouTube channel uh, along with Blaze TV. Did you say? I think it's going to be on Blaze TV for a subscriber as well. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know where it's going to be, but it'll definitely be on the YouTube or Blaze TV. Well, we'll let you know next week. Yeah. All right. Got to take a break. We'll be right back. I thought the Paul Ryan was going to roll all over Joe Biden. It was a long time ago. It was a really long time ago. All right. Uh, yesterday's poll, do you agree with the grand jury's final decision in the Breonna Taylor case? I don't have the results on my paper. So oh, I have I them. I have them. You? Uh, yes. Yes, 79.1%. No, 7.7%. Unsure, 13.2%. I will point out two things, though. Please. Grand jury. So that these are the people making right. this decision. They saw. They saw all the evidence. Way more than we've seen. Right, yes. And number two, whoever did this poll voted no. You could see the check mark right on the screen. Oh. I'm exposing the social media person who pulled this graphic. Wow. They voted no. How to wow. say her name. Oh, wow. <laughs> Someone just got called out. <laughs> uh, all right. Today's question really quickly. Which of these institutions, if any, do you trust? The FBI, the CIA, the NSA, or none? What do you think? Really quickly. We've got like 20 seconds. I trust the NCAA. The NCAA. <laughs> yes. Okay. They're so good. Look what look what they've done with football. It's I mean, they've done a great job. Really awesome. Is the KGB an option there? Yeah, I didn't uh, know. Uh, reason, no. Might as well be, I think. <laughs> Let us know. None of the above, I think. Thanks for listening to the News and Why It Matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.